Welcome to About You, I'm Connie Hogan. Well, as we begin the long-awaited spring season here in Bloomfield Township and Birmingham, and we try to continue to put the pandemic in our rearview mirror, I have a guest today that represents this beautifully in terms of reinvention, um, reinventing yourself, re revitalizing yourself. My guest is Stacy Bonson, who some of you might know, she was with Neiman Marcus, she was with Lord & Taylor, and we just found out that we have been in so many events together, including Bash Bash. Stacy, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Thanks for coming, and we're kicking off a whole new uh, season here. Yeah. Uh, so Stacy, let's start with how you even got into like the retail, because you were in retail mm -hmm. for for quite a long time. Right. And then just mm -hmm. recently, you like you said, you just took the big plunge to start your own leadership coaching, yes. which is so exciting. Yeah. So. I've been actually in retail probably since I was about 18 years old. Right. I grew up in a small town in Iowa on a farm. And oh, I didn't know you were Iowa. I love I Iowa. Did. I was from Iowa, yeah. And so um, I was always just interested in like, you know, meeting new people and, you know, venturing out and, and just having fun. So I went, you know, to college for business management. Now, where'd then, you go to college? Um, just in a college in Iowa. Okay. And so I went to college for business management and then started working at The Limited. And okay. I was in seasonal sales, and I, my goal was to get to stay on full time, and and I sold a lot of shaker sweaters to do so, of course, <laughs> at the time. That's and then, um, so yeah, so I just kind of um, got promoted to be a store manager, and then you know moved myself eventually up the ranks to then move to Chicago. Okay, after okay. That. Yeah, I just knew you yeah. were going to say Chicago. Mm -hmm. So then you were at the limited, and then from there, where did you go? Um, well, I was actually a district manager for a smaller company, but then I went to Lord & Taylor. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I started out in, kind of in the suburbs in, of, of Chicago, working there. And again, was an area sales manager, I think, for that company for a while, and just got promoted eventually to be a general manager. And I worked down in Water Tower, for length nice. of time. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, so that was really fun at the time. That's so much fun. I love Chicago. I used to, I, I went to college near Chicago. Oh, so, you did? Yeah, oh, where'd so. you go? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay, so yeah. we were right. That was our city, and I still love Chicago, but we mm -hmm. won't get, we could talk the whole time about Chicago. The whole time about Chicago. So anyway, <laughs> so how did you wind up in Detroit, though? That's where we're here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. we're here. So um, fast forward, I came here actually with uh, Lord & Taylor. So oh. I was a general manager, and I worked out in the Novi store in Fairlane oh, Novi, for a while, okay. too. And they closed and divested the store in Fairlane. Wow. And now, has Lord & Taylor gone out of business? I don't know. That's believe, a dumb yeah. question. Oh, my God. I think God. they just do online. That's scary. Mm -hmm. See, this yeah. is scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they moved just to online business, I believe. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. And then you were for Forever 21. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then how long were you with Neiman Marcus? Um, I was with, actually, uh, Forever 21. I was there for probably like eight years. And then Neiman Marcus, about eight years as well. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, we were talking earlier, it was so funny because my memories of Neiman Marcus, which I love Neiman Marcus, mm -hmm. but we had so many events there. They used mm -hmm. to be just, it was like event central on the third floor with the, yeah. what do you, the, the butterflies yeah, hanging the butterflies. down, mm -hmm. they're still there. Yeah. And um, that was just the most fun place. But uh -huh. you tell us like what your role was in all of that. Right, right. Well, it, my position was RPSO, which is like basically retail, uh, you know, store performance and operations. And so uh, ultimately responsible for store sales and uh, the customer experience, basically. Okay. So Neiman Marcus is all about the customer experience. Mm -hmm. um, we have, you know, but my role on the daily basis was really just operations manager. You were the operations director. manager. Mm -hmm. So I um, oversaw basically the P&L. Um, all direct expense for the store, 
and then I had the divisions obviously within me were or I, under me were basically you know um, all merchandise handling, mm -hmm. uh, loss prevention, mm -hmm. the cafe alterations, uh, housekeeping, facility wow. maintenance, and everything else. Wow. So just basically running the whole building, making sure everything runs smoothly so that mm -hmm. our sales associates and teams on the front line can be successful mm -hmm. was the role. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? What's your perspective on retail generally? Mm -hmm. I, my view of Neiman Marcus, my, we talk about this all the time, how Neiman Marcus does well, Saks does well is my impression generally, mm -hmm. but it's like the high end and then you've got your Walmart and Target, mm -hmm. but in between it's hard. It is hard. It is hard because mm -hmm. you got to, Neiman yeah. Marcus is always going to cater to the Sultan of Brunei, you know. Right, I mean, they're yeah. always going to be the top, right? In right. Dallas and all that, uh -huh. everywhere. Yeah. But and then you've got, of course, like I said, the big, big box stores. Mm -hmm. But all these others, I mean, you just think of look at Macy's. I guess they're doing better. Yeah. I can't speak to that, but I know that it seems like they're doing better. Right. Uh, stores like Dillard's and all of those mm -hmm. in the South. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just like it's. I don't even know how they can. What I can't understand is how they compete with like Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and right. all of those. Mm -hmm. And now there's so many online businesses oh my gosh, yes. that make it just so easy to not want to venture out into stores. Because for a while, we couldn't go out into stores could, during the pandemic. pandemic. And so yeah. now you can again. And some people you know, got so comfortable. And there were so many you know, presses put in place that they showed you you really don't have to leave your house. Like you can door dash for dinner, which I do. <laughs> on occasion. See, I'm, I or, just like to make uh, myself Instacart. go out. Yeah. I just. You know, and of course, you know, I'm not 15, but it's like there's fun in going out, you yeah. know, unless even when it's 10 feet of snow here. I mean, mm -hmm. I still like to go to right. the stores, I like to go to the restaurants. They love me because I like to be in person. <laughs> I will yeah. do the other, but it's like I feel feeling yeah. guilty by doing it. I don't know mm -hmm. how to describe yeah. it. Yeah, and it's healthy to be out with people too. Well, it is. You want to be out mm -hmm. with people and yeah. you want to get all dressed up and go, and you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's yeah. amazing. I'm amazed that it's not just the retail, but the restaurants, the whole business, especially mm -hmm. around Birmingham, that it's doing so well. They are, yeah. Isn't it Yeah, funny? it's thriving. It's, it um, is. Birmingham is really busy on, it's crazy. like, pretty much every weekend, for it sure, is. Thursday through the weekend. Yeah. And you actually have to get restaurant uh, reservations at you most do. restaurants exactly. now. That's what we're or you're yeah. probably not going to get a table <laughs> unless you want to And the parking, because yeah. I know they just yeah. changed. This is a whole other story, but they just changed yeah. the parking situation, which really mm -hmm. annoyed me. Yeah. But you can't even find. That's the thing. You cannot find parking in Birmingham. Right. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like it's so they change their their decks, and even with the decks, mm -hmm. you still can't find parking in Birmingham. Right. And then they also did a lot of construction on the streets where they eliminate a lot of parking to create a lot of great seating spaces for you know pedestrians to come and just sit on, um, on the sidewalk and, and you know people watch or just enjoy the weather and the shops and stuff but it's that amazing. also eliminated a lot of you know places for people to park I'm fortunate I live in a place where I can walk up either hill to get to downtown I thought Not when that you I do, said that but I can oh my god that's <laughs> so I'll park at your house and I'll go watch there you go that is yes. so funny oh my gosh yeah yeah well that's a good news for all of us when yeah. Birmingham does well we do well exactly and we want mm -hmm. that so yeah and there's yeah. a lot of new stores coming, like there's a Restoration Hardware coming. Yeah, my friend was soon. kind of behind. Mm -hmm. One of my friends was putting that in, yes. Yeah. Developing so, yeah. it, yeah. yes. It's going to be nice, so. It's going to be so nice. Mm -hmm. So now, okay, you've had all of this history with all these retails. So yeah. now tell us about, we were talking earlier about how brave you are. And I can't well, believe that because I was with GM forever. Yeah. But yeah. to brave to jump into your own business. So yeah. tell us all about that. Right, well, I started, um, you know, I, I, 
decided I wanted to be a life coach, leadership yeah. life coach. And just because I see so many times people who, you know, are, you know, working, they're newly promoted and you've been there. I mean, I, you've promoted someone, you know, from within, they're an individual contributor. And then all of a sudden we need them to get up to speed really quickly. And, you know, that's what I do now is I basically come in and I help to teach them how to basically be, you know, versus just managers of tasks, but to be leaders of people wow. and create a culture in a company. And that's just something that a lot of companies don't offer, but that allows then the, the executives in companies to be able to really just focus on being able to trust them mm -hmm. and, and have the confidence to know that they can move forward and bring the business and not have to worry about the, you know, idiosyncrasies and the issues that come up when someone just doesn't know what to do. Right. You know, and I think um, a lot of times as an individual contributor, you're so good at what you do. They're right. Yeah. And then they just say, okay, well, when you're going to promote somebody, you, you go to the best performer mm -hmm. as an individual contributor. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, we're going to promote you. And now they have, you know, 10 direct reports or more. And they want to do really well, but, but no one's ever taught them anything about how leading people and how to have a, a conversation or a productive conversation or a hard conversation. And a lot of times they're nervous and they want, you know, they stand in front of a room of 20 people and they have the fear like, oh gosh, what if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? You know, they're gonna test me or judge me and I don't know and it's okay to not know. But, you know, it's very intimidating early oh, yes. on. It's funny, and, yes. you know, I think it's hard if we don't set people up for success early on because then um, they feel defeated. They want to do the right thing for their manager. They're, they're, you know, a lot of the emotions get involved where they then can't be as productive as they would be able to be. Right. So yeah, I did. I went to school, studied for six months and just started my own company. Was that recent that you started your own company? It was about a year and a half ago. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. so you were new and Marcus up to then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. See, what, what is interesting to me as you're talking, and I guess this would be true with, with even a big auto company, whatever, mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, there's so many factors, like a, like the things that you were referring to that mm -hmm. you were over, like store storage and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. There have mm -hmm. to be, like yeah. you have the experts who come along. For example, in GM, like when I came into GM mm -hmm. and I was, I was from Notre Dame, I had an MBA and all this kind of stuff, and but you have these people who are there who've been doing like one little job. Mm -hmm. Say if you're in a plant, for example. Right. Yeah. You know that's what they know. Mm -hmm. And it was a real again, it's a big company, so it was a real kind of a conundrum mm -hmm. because how do I say this? It was not in their best interest to bring these other people who are being hired as their boss. Do you see right. my point? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm sure you yeah. touch up on that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah, definitely. So mm -hmm. your thing would be really more a philosophical way mm -hmm. of, of the people that you coach. Right. Yeah. I just coach them to because to because they know the answers. They, right. they just haven't been um, required to dig deep within and say, I'm not here to give you the answers. Right. I want right. you to, to right. develop build. you. Yeah, right. it just builds confidence to say you do know what to do. Right. And you have been, you've proven that you're capable of getting amazing results, right? right. And now right. we just have to take that skill set or that right. thought concept or the determination you have or whatever it is that got you where you are and be able to apply it to, you know, leading a team of people. You know, mm -hmm. how do you have a conversation and, you know, not only just how do you listen and not wait for your turn to talk, 
That's mm -hmm. what happens a lot. Mm -hmm. It's like they have so much they want to say and they're not really listening. But how do you just listen? Mm -hmm. Just wait. And, and it's hear. just like getting mm -hmm. the, the piece of paper out the door is what we used to say in this case yeah. of a mm -hmm. store. Yeah. Getting sales out the door, right? Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. like when you were at Nima Marcus, did you report to the general manager? I, I mean, did. did. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So really, then like where, like say associates and stuff, how would that all, because there mm -hmm. had to be so much turnover with stuff like that. See, that'd be different than like in say GM because we weren't really selling the cars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Although somebody was. But it was, <laughs> uh, we hope. Yeah. But it was like, you know, it seems mm -hmm. like it would be kind of um a difficult process. Yeah, I mean, I think with any company, like in retail in general, whether it be Forever 21 or Neiman Marks or anywhere I've worked, there's always just going to be turnover. But a lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, a lot of times it went, you know, I, I would directly report it to my general manager, um, who's an amazing individual, and I learned so much from her in being there. And, you know, I also reported to the, the director of operations, the director of, you know, human resources. Oh, so you had people. dotted lines. You know, these, yeah, yeah, so I had that kind of a thing. But at the, at the time, you just really focus on, you know, uh, the managers and how they lead their teams mm -hmm. and developing them to create succession plans to retain the oh, people. Oh, okay. You know, so you have to have a strong succession plan and you have to be able to connect with people and, mm -hmm. and get them to understand that, that everyone is here for a specific reason. What is their reason? Right. And to make sure that they leave feeling really good about themselves every day, you know, and that they contributed. Like mm -hmm. no matter what role you're at, you're, you mm -hmm. are, or what level you are in, in the building right. or in any company. Right. You know, every company thrives on every single individual that works there. Right. And I think making sure that you make that a priority and recognize people and through different recognition programs, through, you know, breakfast that we would have mm -hmm. as associate appreciation say, breakfast, right, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, but also in addition, you know, separate types of management and leadership training for the managers to help them understand, um, to kind of, we have to slow down, we have to listen to people, mm -hmm. you know, make what's important to them important to us in how to do that. And then sometimes the answer is no, but that's, you know, like that's okay, mm -hmm. right, exactly. but in a conversation, but just, I think making people a priority is what we were really good at. Mm -hmm. at there and that helps to retain you know now in your in your life now mm -hmm. do you have an office or do you work out of home i work out of my home okay and i have an office you have an office in your home mm -hmm. in your home right yeah well, of course right because you're in new birmingham <laughs> um so do you do you like schedule do people come to you or do you do you do mm -hmm. uh online like programs mm -hmm. everything's virtual yeah it is virtual okay. Um, okay. You know, I have the ability to go to um, a site should it be You can needed. always use the hotels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I can go to like a company site and I can do, you know, workshops in person because a lot of times companies do prefer like an in-person type of a, that's a workshop. What, that's what I was trying to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so have the ability go, to do that. So you're kind of like, in a way, it's more like subcontracting kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a way for yeah. the business, mm -hmm. yeah. And I can be actually like I work with individuals in oh, corporations, okay. but I also can do you know do team trainings and, mm -hmm. and such as well. Mm -hmm. Most of the ones I've done or that type of thing has been virtual, like a virtual Zoom type of a call. Okay. But I do think there's something to be said for like us to just shut the door right. and it just be me and you, you know, me right, and your team, right, and I right. and you don't work for me, so we can be really candid and there's, you know, um, a lot of confidentiality that okay. I do respect when I work with people. Um, especially if I have a lot of people within one organization, you know, I deal with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So, um, in coaching them. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm able to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do team coaching. I can do any type of thing that is needed mm -hmm. and it can be kind of catered to the company, but it really mm -hmm. focuses on things like, you know, um, 
how to build confidence, how to get somebody to, to really understand, you know, how to move the needle mm -hmm. when they don't really know how to. And versus focusing, you know, the, the leadership teams and companies focus on the processes and, you right. know, the tasks right. and stuff. Exactly. And I can help train and develop to, you know, get people to understand that um, build self-confidence that there's value to use their voice to offer their opinion and that gains trust in a company mm -hmm. and um, it p makes people want to even you know be more of a part of it and create the culture mm -hmm. along with the leadership. Mm -hmm. I know in GM when we used to have massive HR staff that yeah. would bring in people and we, probably I don't know let's say annually or whatever mm -hmm. you would know you'd get an, an invite it's going to be an all-day or a two-day and everybody's like oh my god I know <laughs> yeah. no yeah. offense oh no but I it was like you know and you would go into a room and <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking of it as you're talking mm -hmm. like yeah. team building and everybody oh. and you'd play little is it do you, no. do you record you don't know okay so that's not the kind of thing no, no. that's not what but that was huge though I mean that was a right and it all and it was great because it would force a lot of camaraderie or whatever well it might it be good or bad but it could be good <laughs> or bad but it was it was an interesting uh, mm -hmm. field even we're talking you know yeah that it evolved over the years mm -hmm. but it would always be an outside person yeah you know so that would be mm -hmm. similar to to what you right do, but not but yeah. you're doing it differently now yeah we so. do it differently now I mean right. a lot of the the type of, of coaching I do when it's one-on-one -on -one is really just me and that individual and whatever they need at the time. I, that's what I gathered, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, and it's about their thought process, about what they need to basically uncover as to what their limiting thought process is that's not allowing them to evolve past whatever's happening. Like having a hard conversation. They're very nervous right. about it. I'm like, right. oh my gosh, you know, you don't actually have to be nervous. Right. It doesn't have to be bad. Right. Accountability now, is either way, yeah. Do you get into, and you probably do, maybe not even, maybe it's subconscious or whatever, but like the, you know, the whole big buzzwords now are the mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, look at, I mean, it's not so much, I guess it's not as much in businesses and schools and mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, there's just so much, now that I even think mm -hmm. about that, I mean, it's like, it seems like it's confined more to Mm -hmm. The public service, some of the teachers, yeah. the, the police force, whatever. Mm -hmm. You don't hear as much, you know, of real chaos going on in business locations, mm -hmm. which is good. But I right. don't know if you got into stuff like that or not. Um, no, I mean, the difference kind of between, that would be something that I would refer to somebody probably. Okay, if you I wouldn't notice somebody. attempt that. That's with a no. psychiatrics or yeah. psychological or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know. And, you know, we also have been trained on that type of thing, too. And I've taken... Um, Oh, yeah, you know, that, yeah. Yeah, just various courses as to say, hey, look, this isn't, you know, something that I, I treat. You do need, you know, I am going to refer you to somebody else. We take people who are, you know, functioning, who are, who just want to become better in certain areas of their life mm -hmm. and want to improve on some aspect of their life in general. And okay. it could be anything, really. I mean, a lot of times people that I coach in companies may have something going on at home that they want to kind of talk about. Oh, and really? it's okay. affecting their work. And that's definitely something we can work on together. But overall, the end result is for the organization to feel a shift or a change in the leadership of their company to get better results. Right. And, you know, that's kind of where I come in. But, yeah, I mean, I coach on... So a little bit of a um, counselor role, for mm -hmm. sure. It yeah. sounds like mm -hmm. it, yeah. There is a little bit, but, you know, but at the same not time... Not in an official I, way, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. not in an official way. Right. And I would never take on something that I felt wouldn't be... Um, yeah. Uh, healthy for the individual 
Right. You know, yeah. and so if I do think someone ha you know needs a little bit more help, like like therapist, a, a certified a right. therapist. Right. Um, you know, I definitely would uh, have individuals that I'm able to refer people oh, to. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, because the whole point is to get people the help that they need. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of, mm -hmm. of who it is or who's helping mm -hmm. them. So now switching a little bit, mm -hmm. are you involved? We haven't really talked about this, but I think you were involved in a lot of charitable things around town. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are your causes as a woman, your pet causes? Right, right. Well, I am part of the Women's Own um, Network Foundation, and but I also have done some work with the Rainbow Connection. Oh, really? Which okay. is out of Rochester. Have you heard, I'm not sure if you've heard of them. Mm -hmm. um, they just help uh, you know children. We grant wishes for children, like activities. Now, is that that's not the Jesse Jackson Rainbow? Coalition. No, no, that's a but Rainbow Coalition, you know. Yeah, Chicago. So yeah, yeah <laughs> totally different. But yeah, I have I have heard of the one in Rochester. Yeah, yes, yeah. So. so it's really nice. Um, mm -hmm. You know, do fundraising to grant um, mm -hmm. you know wishes for children with illnesses mm -hmm. that um, are failed illnesses, and so you know it could be even you know a trip to Disney. It could be a jam session with Kid Rock. It could wow. be you know, horseback riding somewhere out west, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, so it's kind of like Make-A-Wish Foundation kind of thing. It is, yeah. Now, mm -hmm. are they based in Rochester Hills? Or yeah. Or Rochester, mm -hmm. okay. I yeah. think I've heard of them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so. So, Stacy, um, so how are, so you feel like your business, you're glad that you did this, just as I'm counseling yeah. you now. <laughs> so you're glad you made the change from retail to. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I think that, um, there was a point where I think everyone should, uh, there's this thing that you have this burning desire to do something and you don't really know what it is. And it, I think it's just worth exploring because life's too short right. in general. Right. So um, I think that uh, I just, if you don't kind of scratch the itch, if you will, mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. gonna continue to mm -hmm. uh, be there. Mm -hmm. And I think you just owe it to yourself to give yourself um, the time and space to, kind of think about, you know, beliefs and possibilities. And I have done belief and possibility workshops and reinvention workshops and stuff mm -hmm, like that just mm -hmm, for women mm -hmm. in the past, which is really fun to see because yes, what we, we believe about, about ourselves, yes. yeah, it, it doesn't have to actually be true anymore. And so um, it's kind of a story we've told ourselves for a long time. And especially like in with, with women over, you know, I coached midlife women too. Midlife women. Yeah, midlife women. And, and mm -hmm. someone when they're 40 could think they're midlife. And so it doesn't matter the actual age, but it says, hey, look, a lot of people think, oh, it's just too late. You know, mm -hmm. I've made it this far. I'm like, oh, to start all over now. And I'm here to tell you, you actually can do it. Because <laughs> I, at, I think with 49, 50, just... It's crazy. Over. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? It's it like is. fifty is the new thirty, or fifty is the new I twenty. Know. I feel thirty. And then what is sixty is the new whatever. I know. It's funny when you see people like Jane Fonda. I know, I don't like her, but I do like what she <laughs> does. Yeah. I like I mean, she kind of makes her age cool. Yeah. And you know, mm -hmm. she's a great example of what you're talking about. Yeah. Kind of, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, and it is interesting. The only limitation there is is what we would put on ourselves. Right. So if you believe it to be true, it will be. But you can mm -hmm. also challenge that thought and say, mm -hmm. does it have to be? You know. And then after that, you can say, what is possible? Well, anything that's in your imagination is possible. So the minute you think of it, it becomes possible. Well, it's so interesting along the lines of, of what you are doing and have done. But like years ago, and I'm sure you knew this in Iowa, you know, it's like you were going to go to a company and the goal was to be in the company and stay with the company. I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends who were there. Who yeah. have, I mean, I won't even tell you the number of years they have. It's, <laughs> I mean, some of the people I yeah. knew, not me, 
But a lot of people, they had 45 years with General Motors. That's a long time. No, they were mm -hmm. older than me. Okay. But mm -hmm. I did 45, but I, that wasn't even unusual. No. And then Ford and Chrysler and GM, lifers, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, that does something to your mind, though. I mean, when you're with the same company mm -hmm. and at, that, at some point, mm -hmm. you know, it's like it doesn't matter because back in the day, it was like 30 years, 30 and out or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they would keep on. It got to be 40. It was 45. 40, can you imagine? I mean, no. like 45 years with the same company. It has to do something, <laughs> something to your, I think you, you know, just become that. You become, mm -hmm. and there's no way... That, that's one thing, it's probably, I always say this, one thing that I do think is better about today's business environment mm -hmm. generally, mm -hmm. because see, back then, the good part was you get to Friday, and it's like Friday at five o'clock. There was not a bell ring, but it's like you, you had downtime. You yeah. had downtime. Let's just say hypothetically, Friday yeah. at five mm -hmm. till Monday at seven. Uh -huh. You're down. Now the kids don't have that. Mm -mm. If you're 30 years old now, 35 years old, and you're on Wall Street or whatever, you're working all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, I think you have more flexibility daily in your life. Mm -hmm. So your day-to-day, -day, seven days a week, you do have your own thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas we were almost in, in prison <laughs> or whatever, but not always. I mean, I love Jim. But anyway, it was like, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just a different, it's a different climate mm -hmm. and it's a different life. No question about that right. in my mind. Mm -hmm. than it it is, yeah. And I think there's just so many opportunities and options available that people, that, exactly. that you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to do anything. Mm -mm. See, when you get, there's nothing worse than people who had like, say, 27 years with a company, so mm -hmm. whoever the company, DTE, whoever. And mm -hmm. you know, you know, you got that uh, red zone coming up <laughs> and the end zone and the football game. And, and you don't uh -huh. want to miss that because that's huge, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So nowadays, I don't think people have to really worry so much about that. You know, mm. they may, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's more like, I can do whatever, I can make a change. If I don't like it, see ya. That's the real beauty mm -hmm. of what, what has evolved. Yeah. It's a beauty, but it's also really hard to, I think, if you're a company or an organization and you From want that to... From yes, Stacey. Yeah, retain yes. your people. And you're 100%. like, people just think positions are disposable. Like, people think positions are disposable, and if I don't like it, I'll just go somewhere else. Perfect I'll example. Go somewhere else. And then yes. if I don't like it, I'll go somewhere else. And, and they do. They do. Yeah. So I think it's so important, even just going back to what we were talking about earlier, is just, you know, um, truly now developing connections with the people that work with you and for yes, you. more important. Yes. More important because not just because we want to serve a purpose of retaining them and keeping them here, but, but just connecting to be productive and get results, but yet also because if they don't like it and they're not having fun and they don't think that it's the way it should be, they're just going to leave and go work somewhere else. That, that is a really good point. Yeah, so it's really important, even more important now that people feel... From their perspective, from yes. The, the yeah. top perspective. Yes, yes. exactly, from the top perspective. perspective. Mm -hmm. um, that they do whatever it takes to make sure, you know, with limits, of course, to right. make sure that, you know, the employees do feel part of a team, that they are part of a culture, that they right. do have a voice, that, you know, everything that they've learned so far is valued, and we want you to bring that to the table. and you know, communicate those and feel, feel that you, we, you know, we, you trust us enough to do so mm -hmm. and that you want to stay. Now, does, do people still, you know, at a younger age, are they planning on staying anywhere for 10 or 20 or 30 years like they did in the past? No, like you I don't think that years exists, at GM. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and no, that is. Um, my dad worked somewhere for 40 years, I think, oh my Rock for International. It was like, oh, 
Well, so. I'm getting the comment that we were going to have to wrap it up. But yes. This was, we could just keep on talking because we have long. so many all day long and you have so many great ideas. <laughs> yeah. So I know you're so good at what you do. So much fun. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Stacy, thank you for joining us and we wish you all the best of well, luck. Thank you for having me. You're it's welcome. Been a pleasure. And thank you for watching today and please tune in to About You. Thank you.